and gentlemen. And so it begins. Give the people what they want. The rise. All the way to the top. The fall. Heroes just got tombstone. The slam. It's me, Austin. This is FRS Slam. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. The most extensive, what? intensive, comprehensive, what? counteroffensive wrestling show on the planet. Woo! Now, finally, it's time. time. Here's Jamie Eisner. And I am the voice of the voiceless. And Chris Schubert. You come out here and you run your FRS Slam begins now. And welcome back to another edition of FRS Slam Radio. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner here with you on a beautiful Monday. Apologies for not being here on Friday. Jamie was a little bit under the weather, uh, and that's why we didn't do a podcast. Jamie's looking at me because he knows I'm just making that excuse up. Jamie was here on Friday. Uh, we were a little busy. Hey, guys. Don't do this. Are we going to stop? You're going to make me start here? Uh, I'm just happy to be here. Oh, my God. You're going to make me start here? Because you, you have called your shot on Twitter today, or yesterday. You called your shot. I did. You said you cannot wait for me for Chris to, spin that to try to spin that, that promo. And I'm here to tell you. You can't. I'm going to spin that segment. You, you could spin it by the end. And, and they did. They got, they got be, to where they needed to go. Because that's all that matters. But they blew out all four tires to get there. That's all that matters. Did they get to the destination they No, no, no. They that's they not all to... that matters. Yes, it does. It, it My two eyes saw what happened. That's My fine. My two ears heard what happened. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, that's fine. In the segment. Let's just go away. That's fine. So do you want me to just do? Do you want to start there, or can we just go through the show in, in chronological order? Chris, I want you to do whatever makes you feel comfortable. Okay, I'm going to go in chronological order because that's the way things work. Okay, in life, you go in chronological order. So the show opens. Uh, I'm going to skip over Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson winning a pre-show match. We open up with the Raw Women's Elimination Chamber match for the Raw Women's Title: Mandy Rose, Sasha Banks, Sonya Deville, Bailey, Mickey James, Alexa Bliss. And I just want to start with this. Jamie, the chamber is no longer the most devastating creation in WWE history. Oh? They don't do any moves anymore. They have the padding on the outside, which, again, I get why they have that, because they want to keep the wrestlers safe. Yes, and I'm actually glad they had the I know people were complaining no, about No, no, no. I'm, I'm glad. I'm actually glad. I'd rather, I'd but, rather the wrestlers not get hurt. But you can't describe it as the most barbaric structure in all of WWE history when you do stuff like that. Nothing really happens. No, there's, Inside there's the chamber nothing. Anymore. Uh, you get a couple spots from the top of the pod. I mean, that that is what you are getting now. A few throat, like a cage match is just a standard everyday normal cage match is way more violent than the elimination chamber. So is the Hell in a Cell match. match. True. I mean, there's just nothing unique about the Elimination Chamber match anymore, and that was the one thing I noticed when watching both of these chamber matches. Uh, interesting decision to make Alexa Bliss come out last. I like it. Um, I thought it was very odd that they had Alexa pin Bailey because uh, what I thought they were going to do, because they, they went here, they had Sasha turn on Bailey, although I'm not sure if we're going to classify it as a full turn, but yeah, she does this all the time. I'm looking at it that way. Because it would have been much better. Jamie, let me, let me get your thoughts on this because I haven't shared this with a whole lot of people. What if Bailey surprised Sasha with a roll-up or a surprise Bailey to Bailey suplex and got the pin? And then in response, Sasha just snaps and just destroys Bailey. And Alexa picks up the scraps, hits the Twisted Bliss, picks up the victory, retains her title. Now you have a feud that you can build towards with Sasha and Bailey ready-made feud, Alexa can move on to whatever she's going to do, whether it's going to be Oscar or whether it's going to be somebody else, and they can just move on. 
That to me was better than Alexa pinning both of them because then you're going to have to get to it because I think they're doing Bailey Sasha Banks. You're going to so. you're gonna then have to now go to that tonight when you could have set it up last night. Yeah, it, that match was fine. I, I thought the match overall was fine. Uh, I don't think it was spectacular. I don't think it was poor. It was fine. And it, it was very interesting because... The Sasha Banks completely no-selling a Twisted Bliss off the top of the cage to the... Bank statement was, was way to, way to protect your finishers. One of the oddest things I've ever seen. Well, she... she, she it, it did happen on the outside where they had the, the mat the size of a trampoline, so maybe it didn't hurt as much. I just... It's just... It, it makes no sense. You, you, somebody hits your finisher off the top of the pod, and you completely no-sell it. It's yep. one of the weirdest things I've seen on WWE television in recent years. Uh... I see what you're saying. I, I agree that would have been a better storyline. They're going to get their way to Sasha and, and Bailey anyway, so I'm not that worried about no. it. But as I kind of said to you before the show, this was and turned out to be the most predictable pay-per-view in recent memory for WWE. It was bad. There was nothing on the show that I that was surprising or had at any point I thought, wow, the person I didn't think that was going to win is going to actually win. Uh, then we move on to Titus Worldwide against The Bar. I can't remember anything in this match. Do you remember anything in this match? I remember that I don't believe Apollo Crews was actually the legal man uh, at the end there. Excuse you. It's Apollo. Sorry, excuse me. I don't believe Apollo, no last name, was actually the legal man in that. So you're thinking that... Because I believe there was no tag between Titus and Apollo, and that they just Apollo just came into the ring. Interesting. Very weird. I don't remember this, so that, that will be very, very interesting to see what ends up occurring there if they go back to that here tonight. Oh, uh, okay, Oscar versus Nijax. Do you want to start, or do you want me to no, start? No, I'll let you start. I get it. You can only do a certain amount of things with Nijax in terms of storytelling in the ring. That finish was bizarre. It was extremely strange. She just rolled her up, and it wasn't even like a good roll-up. And it was just weird and awkward, and then she gets beat up afterwards. By the way, please make your point here about what this company continuously does. Yeah, it's amazing to me. So it, it takes, and because you'll see it later in the show, but they did the same. I want to get my wording exactly correct. I want to I put what I said to you word for word. Okay. And I said... I'll be over here checking to see if Eric Carlson got traded while you do that. Yeah, has not got treated. I'll let you know. I said, they're going to the unwanted babyface win. Now, this isn't quite the full case because Asuka is the wanted babyface. Yes. But this will make sense of the main event later. Unwanted babyface wins but gets attacked by the wanted heel, so maybe we'll get some sympathy for the babyface spot. They either do that or they do the, we want the person that loses the match to still look strong, so they're going to continue to beat up the winner no matter what. Yep, and that's what they did in, bo in both of these matches, they this and in, in the main event. Yeah, they do both those matches. They've done it on TV a bajillion times recently. It's like they, they, learn, it's like they learn one new wrestling tactic a week and then beat it to death. This match did nothing for me in terms of building Asuka as this, like... It did nothing for either one of them. So here... Did nothing for Nia, did nothing for Asuka. It was a waste of time, which is what we all were afraid it was going is, to be. Isn't the, wasn't the idea of this, maybe it wasn't, but wasn't the idea of this for Asuka to come out looking like, oh, wow, she's really unbeatable because she beat Nia Jax? That's what it should have been, It yes. didn't, because then, then if that is the case, it did not do that. Because here's the problem. You can't put, you can't save everybody all the time. No. So if, if, if your mission is we need to make Asuka look as strong as humanly possible... 
you cannot book her in a match with Nia Jax. Because if you do, one of two things happens. Either you fail at that goal or you make Nia Jax look very, very weak, mm-hmm. which was not a good idea either. You can't play both sides with this. It's Again, you can't play both sides with Braun Strowman either. No. Now, this is a different scenario. You hate the finish more than I hated the finish. The main event finish? Oh, the main event. Yes, and I will get to why. But it, but it's for different reasons than for this match. Yeah, my, my reason, and I may be able to do it a little bit more justice because we're sitting here talking, we were doing this over text last night, so I may be able to better articulate my point here on the podcast. Bray Wyatt against Matt Hardy. I'm going to say something that I didn't think I was going to say when we did this review. I enjoyed that. It was fine. I enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed the opening. I enjoyed yep. the, the obsolete. Yep. I thought Jeff was going to come back. So that, that, was, I mean, I, that, that was that thought crossed my mind that Bray was going to turn around and look at at, at Brother Nero. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fine. I don't care about this rivalry anymore. No, but now I now I think it may be over and we may be able to move yeah, on to I whatever so. match doing next. I sure hope so. Okay, now let's get to Ronda. It's also no before we do that. It's nice to kind of take a look back and put things in context. Yes. One year ago. Oh boy. Bray Wyatt was in Phoenix winning the Elimination Chamber for the WWE Championship. Yep. And where has he gone now? Well, and that was the peak. And then the feud with Orton fizzled terribly with a terrible match at Mania with the bugs and all the other stuff. And it's just been all downhill since. Ronda Rousey's contract signing starts with Kurt Angle coming to the ring. And then Triple H's music hits. And I immediately turn to FRS Slam Rider and my good friend Jesse Bork uh, and said... Something is happening here because you don't put triple, triple H doesn't work for free. You don't just put him out there if he's not going to do anything. So something is going to happen here. Then Ronda Rousey comes out and there are boos. There are some cheers and there are boos. And I said, okay. She, she got, when she came out, she got an overall strong yes. reaction. And then she was smiling a whole lot. And I was, I was very concerned about the direction we were going down. And then they put her in the ring. She has a microphone and you can clearly, hey guys, and you can clearly tell. My name's Rhonda. She didn't get any lines from the back. I used to, I used which, to fight for a living. Which I'm going to completely ignore you. Which is a poor decision by the brass of WWE. It's an awful decision. And it is nothing against Ronda Rousey, but here's where I want to go with this. Look, you I'm just gonna run right over, run right over you. Go ahead. You. Insist on yes. scripting people that. Oh, can I thought you were saying I do this. Okay. Talk yes. On your television show, and you script them into oblivion. So now you're going to take somebody who the only promos they cut are after a fight, and basically all they say is, "I'd like to thank my coaches. We worked really hard. I'm the champion. Thank you." Insert city name here. Move yes. on. So and now you're going to ask her to cut a promo by herself. She's got no help in the there's, middle of the ring. There's no Joe Rogan with leading questions that can help her. There's there's nothing. There's not, and, and, and I, I know, I, I don't want to insult the UFC fans because I am a UFC fan myself, but Jamie, UFC fans are not chanting stuff at the participants when they're cutting those post-match promos. And it's different not, in the WWE environment. And your job is done in the UFC when that fight is over. Yes. So whatever you say afterwards, people aren't caring because you won. Yes, there are, there are the McGregors of the world who are, are talking from start to finish. But for the most part, that is not a prerequisite to be a UFC fighter. You have to be able to talk if you're going to be in this role for WWE. Right. So you put her in a bad spot. She, hey guys. She comes off as this just sort of happy to be here, happy-go-lucky Ronda Rousey, which is not the Ronda Rousey that I envisioned when she would come in, come to WWE. And the same thing goes for you. Correct. And then they completely saved this segment, and I think they saved her in the process. 
Yes, they got to where they needed to go, which, but before we get to the good parts, because okay. there, there was a lot of good. There's a lot of good in, in the second segment. half of that segment. By the way, it's also the best angle, that's best angle, the best promo angle has caught since coming back. Despite calling it WrestleMania 21, yes. Yes, despite calling it WrestleMania 21. Uh, so, you know, is that the, I think, did he fight Shawn Michaels at 21? Mm-hmm. That was, that was no, that match? 20. No, 25, no, was Eddie. 21. 21. It's 21. 21. That was when Cena beat JBL yeah, for the title. Yeah, that was in L.A. That was the, the Batista beat Triple H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael's yeah, yeah. angle. Uh, that, I, I'm with you. I, I don't know how you don't hand her out there with some sort of a script. That, like, that's not her fault. That's their fault. No, it's the, it, it is their fault. You would. It's their fault predominantly. Ultimately, at some point, you know, you'd think you'd have a promo ready if you're Ronda Rousey. It's not like you didn't know you were going to be on the show. No. She but also just looked nervous, too. Don't. We talk about this all the time. Don't set your talent up to fail. And that's what they did with her and last night. And they did. They set her up to fail, and she did, then she didn't. And, and then, then they set her up to succeed, and, and she, she did. did. And she succeeded in a big but, way. And here's the thing. If you just would have had two or three lines for her to say that were just average, we would have thought that whole segment was awesome. Mm-hmm. I, still was still awesome. I still think it was awesome. we still have to talk about the juxtaposition awesome. yep. between the, the, the death and then the life the death and then the re-rise of Ronda Rousey, all yep. in a 10-minute span. So, Triple H, they do a promo. She she talks about Rowdy Rowdy Piper and all that stuff. And, and she said that she wants to earn respect. Oh, he's booed out of the building at this point. Well, yeah, because she's just, it just it's phony. Hey you guys. can just tell. You can just tell that she's just trying to remember whatever she thought she was going to say when she and was behind the And with all due respect to Ariel Hawani, uh, trying to live tweet at the beginning of that segment as if this was some monumental moment that was people were happy with was ridiculous. Uh, DC, Daniel Cormier, and uh, Cain Velasquez both at ringside for that. Brown was there too. Uh, Travis Brown, who was her husband. Who apparently, uh, Meltzer said has been training at the performance. Yep, there, there was there was rumors of that, that they were going to come in together. Uh, Triple H said, look, you didn't ask. You don't want any perks. No special travel. No private cars. Rousey says she doesn't want to be treated any different. All Ronda asked for was an invite to WrestleMania. Okay. Let's stop and there. And she not only has that, but she has a match Let's at stop WrestleMania. There. Let's okay? stop there. Let's stop sure. there. There's a lot to break down. Okay. There. One. This goes back to, and again, they save this later, but I, but again, it's, it's important because they, they map these segments out on purpose, so we, I, I want to be critical when they do stupid things. Okay. People don't want to see the smiling, I'm just happy to be here, mm-hmm. hey guys, Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. That's not what people paid for in UFC. Nope. That's not what people are going to pay for in WWE. Mm-hmm. So setting her up to be this white meat, ultimate baby face that... She doesn't want anything special. I don't want any of this. I don't like. It just it comes across as and the crowd was getting was booing louder at that because it comes across as phony. We don't want to see that. That's not what people wanted to see. It's just it's it's like it was like John Cena affying Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. It's just not what people wanted to see. So that's part one. Okay. Part two of that. What was the last thing that they, they said? Oh yeah, the uh, you always get the match. All she wanted was an invite to WrestleMania. Not only is she getting that, but she's got a match at WrestleMania. So, okay. If she wants to be just like everybody else, and she wants to, I want to earn it, as she said, then why doesn't she earn a match? Why did they have to say you hadn't hit a match? That, well, that, that was their decision. That wasn't her decision. No, 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 I know. I'm talking about WWE's decision to say that this. I'm talking about the entire promo. No, 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 no. What, but what I mean is it, it was presented as all she wanted to do was be able to go to WrestleMania, and it, Triple H decided, we're going to give you a match at WrestleMania. That's, that's, that's not how it came across on TV. Well, that's the way, that's the way I took it. I, I just, that's not the way it came across. It came across as I don't want anything special, but you're also getting a match. 
Well, okay, if I want to be like everybody else, you're literally running an angle with the most popular star of the last 15 years in which he doesn't have a clear path to WrestleMania. We're going to talk about that. That So that is is the best part of the whole show. Actively running on television. Yes. Right? Yes, it is. Midlife crisis, John Cena. But Ronda Rousey is just like everybody else and being handed one. Like, again, in storyline, it makes no sense. Of course she's going to be at WrestleMania. Correct. Of course she Uh, is. By the way, uh, so is John Cena. Uh, Of course he is, too. But, like, you you just think they don't watch their own television show sometimes. So that that was frustrating. It It didn't do Ronda Rousey any favors. Okay, so now let's get to the good part. Triple H, uh, uh, he he literally says, Stephanie, why don't you do the honors? And then you can you can just you can tell throughout most of this, and I noticed this live. Something was wrong with Kurt Angle. He was making faces and he was doing something, and I was like, was turned. I turned to Jesse Bork, and I was we were just looking at each other. We're like, what is going on here? Like Kurt is Kurt like is something wrong with this segment? Is he not happy with the way it's going? And then him and Triple H are talking, and at first it looks like they're not like. They're like shooting on each other. It didn't look like yeah. they were. And then all of a sudden, Rhonda looks at Kurt and she goes, Kurt, do you want to say something? And then I went, okay, here we there go. This is, is where yeah. we're going to get something here. And Kurt talks about, hey, no, I'm just in awe of Triple H and Stephanie. They've been talking about you know you and bringing you in since I got back to WWE. They couldn't wait to get you in WWE because they wanted to manipulate you. And they wanted uh, to get back at you for what happened at WrestleMania 31. And Triple H is looking angry and... And uh, by the way, it's very weird for Triple H to be a heel on this show because he yes. is a babyface to everybody in wrestling right now. Uh, Angle says that they wanted to put their thumb on Rousey and keep her down. He goes, "Quote: Three years in the making, and now we own the." You can this, the B word gets thrown in there. Uh, Angle says Triple H said that, and you know Triple <laughs> Triple H, you know, just like, "Hey, you no, know, this is not about us. Not about us. It's about Ronda Rousey." Uh, and then he turns and cuts a fantastic promo where he's like, well, Kurt's just not feeling well. And I, he goes, I don't know if anybody knows this, but Kurt was in the hospital this week. He has the flu and he must be just happy, having a relapse. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to get him to a doctor. It was such a heel promo. It, it, was, was, it, was, it was so, so good. good. Um, you know, Stephanie was like, you know what? Yes, we have been talking about you since that WrestleMania. And that, yes, you, you did embarrass us, but you also impressed us. Which is such a Stephanie line. It's, it's, such, it's such a great line. It was such a good line. And now we want you to be a part of WWE. And you're ready to, you know, we want to finalize this deal and make you a superstar. And Angle's got, oh, he's like, well, I got one more thing. Uh, and, you know, he was like, Stephanie, didn't you tell me in your office that, that Ronda is a has-been and that you could take her one-on-one? And Triple H, you know, gets Angle out of there and now... Rousey kind of turns and stares Stephanie down. And then, she, and during that, she got that look on her face. She, and it's yeah, the look She that, did. She got the Rousey, the Rousey money look. And it's the look that made her famous. And it's the look that made her the person that everybody wanted to see in WWE. And then Triple H kind of gets in the ring. And then Rousey just has a stare down with Triple H. And she's like... I'm not afraid of you, which again is exactly what Ronda needed to be. Correct. Then Triple H kind of laughs and he's like, you know what? Okay, we'll just I'm just gonna boot Stephanie over here. Why don't you sign the contract? And then Triple H walks over, and oh boy, was this a bump that Triple H took. Because Ronda takes him and kind of throws him with a modified hip toss, and he jumps as well to make this bump look yes. good. And he almost jumps over the table. Yeah, you almost his, you only got about half. The table. His arm is basically what hits the table. He comes crashing through the table. Uh, Stephanie turns around and she gives. No, that was just a, re- sh- a real slap. That's a shoot slap. It's a shoot slap, and clearly Rhonda told her to do that because yes. that's how Rhonda is. 
Um, it, it needed to be. Yes. And then the crowd starts chanting something that I cannot repeat here on the podcast, but it was loud enough for the microphones in the arena to pick up and for them to come through on the broadcast. Basically, Stephanie screwed up is the PG version of what I yes. would say. And Rousey's just staring Stephanie down. Stephanie leaves the ring. Ronda signs the contract. She throws it on Triple H and she leaves. That is the Ronda Rousey that I wanted in WWE that I think can be a huge star in WWE. Because she's still a baby face, but yes. she's the baddest she's a, woman on the planet. She needs to be a Braun Strowman baby face. You, that, that is the exact way she needs to be used. That is why she was a draw in UFC. That is why she will be a draw in WWE. I also liked, and I know some people were complaining about this, but I liked that Stephanie did not get any sense of come up. No, she's going to get it at WrestleMania. Because you, the point of this whole feud is to make you pay to watch Stephanie yeah. get beat up. You don't just give it away. Beat up air quotes. Right, you don't give by it away. Ronda Rousey. You don't give it away here. You give it away at WrestleMania. Correct. People are going to pay for it. That's clearly the right decision. Now, I, I would have liked her to see get, you know, some offense in on Steph. No, do something. Not, not yet. No. You got to make, make him wait. But, but. You, you, you got Triple H through the table. You can make him wait. But here's the thing. I don't think it made Ronda look bad for not going after Steph because you everybody in the arena can justify it as, well, she's Ronda Rousey. She could beat her up whenever she wants. But that's the thing, too. When you're, quite frankly, when you're a legitimate badass. And Ronda Rousey is a legitimate badass. You don't always have to respond because people just, especially when there's an understanding that you could break this person in half if you just thought about it. Mm -hmm. So you don't always have to respond. There, there's an element of power that you retain by not instantly attacking that person. So I didn't even need to do a spin job on it. They did the spin job themselves as this segment unfolded. Because I will tell you, that started off as one of the weirdest segments I had ever seen. It's and I thought, it was, the worst and I thought it was going to be a dumpster fire. And they saved it and made it, I think, and I have no problem saying this, I think the best thing of the pay-per-view. And the best thing of the yes. whole night occurred after. But the best thing on the pay-per-view was that. And I was afraid it wasn't going to be good. Main event time. Elimination Chamber match. The winner getting the shot in the main event of WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar for the WWE Universal Championship. Elias, John Cena, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Roman Reigns, The Miz, and Braun Strowman. Elias comes out. He, uh, he He's in the ring. He does his old uh, guitar thing. Braun Strowman comes out. Elias runs into his chamber, shuts the door so Braun can't get to him. Uh, Rollins, Balor, and Miz start things off, kind of like we all anticipated it, yep. it, it, it happening. And then this match was was fine. I didn't think it was all that great. I thought it could have been a lot better. I liked it. I, I, I wasn't I don't think it's a match we're gonna be talking about this time next year no. as, as something that we need to remember, but it was perfectly fine. I, I didn't I didn't dislike any part of it. So everybody's in the ring except Elias, and this was the big spot for me in the match. Everybody hits their finisher on Strowman. And it keeps kicking out. Which is, by the way, brilliant. Yeah, but then I got I got worried. Because then I was like, well, then then how are you getting him out of the chamber if he's going to kick out of everybody's finishers? By making Roman look strong. So then... I, which, I, again, we'll talk about the finish in a second. I don't hate it as much as you So do. then the idea is Braun Strowman pins everybody. Yes. And that's exactly what he did. He pinned everybody. They took the Royal Rumble theory, where you just eliminate the most guys of all time but still lose the match. Mm -hmm. They just did that for the elimination chain. Strowman beat everybody, and then it was left to Strowman and Reigns. And then, of course, as you all probably know at this point, you know how this ends. Roman Reigns pins Braun Strowman in the middle of the ring. Braun Strowman out. Roman Reigns in the road to WrestleMania complete for him. We are getting the rematch. Brock Lesnar against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 34. Jamie, I do not like this finish. Okay. Tell me why do you, you don't Do you want like to guess why first? 
Because you think that it makes that it makes. Oh, I think two reasons. One, I okay. think you, it hurts Braun a little bit. Uh, that has nothing to do with hurting Braun Strowman. And two, because you think it, it hurts Roman Reigns. It absolutely hurts. I don't Roman think it Reigns. does. I don't think it makes. And any here's why. Well, look, Roman's going to get booed regardless. So there was nothing you could have done to save him. But let me. Can I can I offer an alternative theory? Sure. What if he pins John Cena to win the match? Does he get a little bit more of cheers from the crowd? I think so. Out of all the people in that match, who's the most over person? Strowman. As you shout from your chair Sorry. because you're yawning. What am I bored? I know he's still potentially being, being traded. Uh, am I boring you that much with this theory that I have? Strowman's the most yes. Strowman's the most over yes, guy in the match. Because any finisher didn't involve Strowman and Reigns being the last two that didn't also involve everybody hitting their finisher and pinning them all simultaneously wouldn't have made any sense. Yes. So, I would have actually much rather everybody hit their finisher and Strowman get eliminated that way than then do this, because I think it hurts Reigns. Because Reigns, you could have at least given him some cheers if he beat somebody like Cena to win the match, whereas everybody, when it was down to the final two, wanted Strowman to win because Strowman's the most over babyface. So when you when you beat him, Reigns is going to get booed on him automatically. You're not helping Reigns get yeah. any sort of cheers, and maybe they're maybe they've I think commit, they just gave up. They've on just that. given up. They on just said we're going to make Strowman look the best he can. We need Reigns to win this match, and then we'll deal with it. I, I honestly, then that's, that's kind of what I think. They then did. that's a problem. Yes, but, the, but because this, you're but force feeding me Roman Reigns. But this Reigns. has been the problem the whole time. This is why I say this: like you're not wrong, Chris. You are not incorrect in your assessment. I am just at peace with the decision that's being made. No, no, I'm no. I'm no longer going to get upset when they do stuff. Like I'm that. fine with it too, but I'm at least. I'm not even upset. I'm, I'm not even upset with the finish at this point. I, they made Strowman look good. We, we knew Reigns was going to be in the match. It's like but, I don't even. But care. Hold, I'm defeated. But hold on. Defeated. But hold on. If their game plan is to make Roman the guy, right? That's the plan. But their plan is to make him the guy. Okay. Whether people will cheer him or okay, not. Okay. But w- won't you? Won't you at least attempt to get him cheered? They're doing everything counter to trying to get him cheered at this point. It's him like the, pinning the, Strowman is the worst person to pin to finish the match. It feels like they just gave up. Like so, it's like they're they're hell bent on let's we're gonna, we're gonna have Reigns beat Lesnar. Lesnar's gonna leave the company. Reigns will be the champion. We're gonna get the finish we all wanted three years. We all Vince wanted three years ago. And it's, it's like this almost feels like we just need to get to that. But I'm we need to get to, that. We'll be, we'll be fine. But I'm trying to look at it from their perspective. I know that Roman Reigns is going to be in the main event of WrestleMania. I'm trying to put him in the best position possible. Because I'm here to tell you, Jamie, he's getting booed tonight on Raw when he goes face to face with Lesnar. He's getting booed everywhere. He's going to get booed when he wins the title. He's going to get booed the next night on Raw. He's going to be booed because people don't want Reigns to be so champion. So why not? People have told you who they want to be the world champion right now. So right why now not? They want Braun Strowman. So why not try to manufacture whatever little cheers you can for Roman when an opportunity like this presents itself? He could have been Cena. He could have been Elias. Cena is probably the best choice, but Strowman's the one guy that when you put at the end and you have him go on the dominant run he went on, everybody wants to see Strowman win at that point. Yes. So you're doing, and this is not, nothing against me, the company isn't doing Roman any favors in that spot. They are the ones messing up. This is not the, oh, the internet's mad that Roman won. No, no, no. This is the company making a poor decision with Roman being their intended winner. You can have Roman win that match and try to get him cheers. Strowman is the wrong guy to have take that pin at the end. Yes. It would be much better if Strowman got everybody's finishers hit and he got pinned. Correct. Once he kicked out of everybody's moves, I said he's going to get pinned by Roman, and it's not going to work. Yeah. And I, then what? And then here, here you go. Here's another example of this company being ridiculous. 
What did they immediately do after Strowman got pinned? They knew it was a bad decision. They knew the crowd wasn't going to go home happy. So they gave the crowd what they wanted anyway. Strowman beat up Reigns and stood tall and the place went nuts. So they know. They, they can yes, see they it. Know. They know. They're very well aware. So why, why do this? Why put Roman in a bad spot? Because they're hell-bent on getting him the title at Mania over Lesnar. That's it. That's the only it's costing, logical reason. It's going to cost them dollars at it's, some point. Already, it has. I don't know what the official attendance was last night, but I don't think it was good. I'm, I'm so angry. And it's nothing against Roman. I like Roman. And you know what? At the end of the day... It's funny. They're now... To your point, they're now so hell-bent on getting this WrestleMania finish, this WrestleMania moment, that they're actively hurting Roman Reigns right, in the process. Right, right. That's the problem. Like, they're not even helping Roman. Correct. Like, remember when he beat Daniel Bryan at Fastlane? Yes. To win, to win, to go on to face yes. Lesnar at that ma- at Mania Thirty One. Yes. That was a poor decision. It did yes. not help Roman. And literally everybody went, "This is a terrible idea." Right. They did it again. They did it again tonight or last night at the Elimination Chamber. Here's the one thing I want to say. Look, when I go to the movies, Jamie. Yes. And I watch a three-hour movie or I watch a TV show, I don't complain about the way the TV show is written. Because I, I watch the I watch the process. I'm not. I don't want the movie written the way I would write it. I want to see how the director writes the movie. I want to see how it plays out, especially with a TV show. I'll give you a perfect example. I'm a huge Mr. Robot fan. Okay, the second season of Mr. Robot, very divided among Mr. Robot fans. I loved it. Character progression. I saw what the director of the show was trying to do. I saw I saw what he was trying to accomplish. I enjoyed it. Okay, WWE is different because WWE is driven by fans paying money to watch the television show. Correct. So. They can do whatever they want, right? Vince can do whatever he wants, and I, as somebody who's a fan of TV shows, should understand that, okay, it's his vision, I should watch it. But your show is being overrun by people who don't want what you're putting out there. But here's the, but here's the problem. It, your it, ratings are you, in the tank. You can say, and you're not saying this, by the way, you're, you're providing the point, but you can say, well, you should, because some people just, just sit back and watch what's going on and don't try to... And that's the way you watch book. TV shows or movies, and I and I am that way. But wrestling is so different. It's such well, an interactive thing. TV shows and movies don't demand that I go buy tickets and go see them when they come to town. Oh, movies. TV shows, TV shows and movies don't always demand that they run a high percentage of their business based on merchandise. They have merchandise, but they don't run a high percentage of the business based on their merchandise. True. Also, if you are a show that, let's say, is a weekly episodic show. The longest running no, no, weekly no, no, that's episodic show. Oh, okay. weekly episodic show, and your ratings start to, to dwindle, you make changes to try to save what your show is doing. You mm-hmm. don't just say, well, we're just going to keep doing this. You know why? Because they'll cancel you. <laughs> exactly. So wrestling is afforded a lot of luxuries, but they're also afforded a lot of this is where you are still a performance-based product. Mm-hmm. You have people that in your arena that are telling you what is happening. You have people at home telling you what are happening. You want people to tell you what's going on because you, you tout your social media stuff. And you, you tout, tout these your social media? You yes, tout it? I chose my words carefully, okay. Christopher Schubert. So like you, you don't get any extra sympathy from me. I'm sorry. And for the first time ever, I looked at that match last night from their perspective. And they didn't do what they should have done to get Roman over. They did the exact opposite. They got Roman booed more. Yes. And that's why I'm so frustrated. Okay. Let's talk about Raw Talk. Let's talk about Raw Talk because I turned it off right after the pay-per-view. I started doing other stuff. Mistakes were made by you. And then... Yes? You messaged me. I did. I messaged you. 
Are you going to continue? No. Oh, okay. I messaged you and said you have to turn on Raw I Talk. I thought you were going to talk. Because John Cena cut the greatest promo I have ever seen. Well, okay. It's, that is. I don't think I don't think those were the words I used. No. And it's also not the greatest it's promo I've ever seen. The, it's also the oversell of all oversells. A little bit of an oversell, yes. Um, so Cena goes on there and talks about how he, con- he just continues this narrative of, I don't have a path to WrestleMania. And I was like, John, I, I don't believe you. I'm sorry, but you're John Cena. You're going to have a spot at WrestleMania uh, one way or the other. And then he cu- he just turns the promo into this, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I can do this anymore. And then he looks down, and he has this really long pause. Then he looks up, and he looks at the camera, and he goes, I think I know what I can do. It's outside of the proper WWE etiquette, but I think I have a plan. And then he just drops the mic, and he walks off. So I have two questions for you, Jamie. One, what do you think this means? Two, what does outside proper WWE etiquette mean? Well, I think those two questions kind of overlap. Uh, what does this mean? Well, you and I are both not dumb enough to believe John Cena will not be on the WrestleMania pay-per-view. No, and I don't think any wrestling fan is dumb enough to think that John Cena won't so be on WrestleMania. So the question is, is, is he on the WrestleMania pay-per-view as a babyface? I'm starting to think he won't be. Now, if he challenges The Undertaker, which seems to be the, the prevailing thought, is that he is still going to fight The Undertaker in the match that really nobody, people wanted to see 10 years ago and don't, don't want to see. You have, you have a very good point here. So make it. I hope, I hope you're making the point that I think you're going to make. That people challenge people all the time. Right, so that's not out of people etiquette. People call yes. them out all the time. Mm-hmm. People attack them to try to get that. That's not outside of WWE etiquette. By the way, John Cena did that with Roman Reigns. He did. Back at No Mercy. So yes. that's not outside of proper WWE etiquette. So no. I don't think it's that. So I feel like either that line is, is we're overthinking that line, which we shouldn't be. That That's the key line of the promo. So I don't think it's that. So if it's not that... I have an idea. That means he has to be healed and do something we haven't seen before. And you have an idea. I have two ideas. That I have not... I did not think about, but I think it's incredibly th- interesting thought exercise. Two ideas. One, he screws AJ Styles at Fastlane. We get Styles, Cena, at Mania, not for the title. Now that crushes your hopes and dreams of AJ Styles against Shinsuke Nakamura, and I'm sorry for that, but he... He basically would turn heel and ruin the match for AJ Styles, ruin the match for SmackDown. And more importantly, I'd be right in the end. Then it would be John Cena versus AJ Styles for the title. Well, no, it wouldn't be for the title if AJ loses the belt. Oh, that's right. So it wouldn't be. So your prediction would still be wrong. So then who would win the title? Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin. Probably. I I would think. Or I got option number two here for you. Let me know what you think. He shows up on SmackDown on Tuesday. Because remember, he is a free he agent. He's a free agent. Shinsuke Nakamura, I challenge you for your spot at WrestleMania at Fastlane. Oh, that that has been done before, but that's interesting. But that has been done before. So if like True. I, I guess it's not proper etiquette. Or he just shows up and beats up Nakamura. That's what I'm saying. He would have to do that because he has to do Nakamura, something. What on earth would Nakamura like? Yeah. Like why would Nakamura agree to put up his title? Right, he won the rumble shot. Like, yeah. you have to, you have to like at least sell me on a complete. By the way, if you want to turn John Cena heel, what better way than just beating up Shinsuke Nakamura? That would be one way to do it. And taking his title spot. So those are the only two things I can think of. I think, and I don't think that's what it's going to be. So, so then it's Taker. I don't know how they get to Cena Taker without proper etiquette. I'm not sure. Is he, is he just going to come on and just, like, talk crap about Taker? Like, Somebody brought up a really good point of what if he just runs in during the main event and just ruins Lesnar Reigns <laughs> to close the show? 
That would be That'd really be interesting, but like they yeah, can't. I know, they I know, can't. I know. They're not going to do that. They're no, give, w- I, I can. Can you name the last time a WrestleMania main event ended in a disqualification? Because I can't. In a disqualification. In a disqualification. No, because no, because I was thinking about Rock, Austin seventeen, but that was that was no DQ match mm-hmm. with Vince McMahon in the chair and all the other fun stuff. That was a terrible booking. The decision. beginning of the end of the Attitude Era. Yep. So what what's going to happen? Does it start tonight? Does it? I mean, maybe. If it's under, like if it's Undertaker, it's gonna have this stuff's gonna take place on Raw. I know, so, but what does what is outside proper know, etiquette? I, I don't know what that is. Means. He coming back as the Doctor of Thugonomics? But is it outside of etiquette? It would be outside like, of WWE's there, is, etiquette is, is, of the is PG. He start, like burning up the Undertaker things, like I, well, I that's just outside of legal etiquette. Like I don't under, like I don't understand. Like you can what burn that, and, and maybe we weren't supposed to read into that line as much as we are, but I kind of think we were. Um, John Cena doesn't. Okay. John Cena doesn't say things he doesn't usually mean to say. I'm here to tell you, if we weren't supposed to read into that line, we have a major problem because everybody's reading into that line. And and to be fair, John Cena doesn't say things that aren't no. meant to be meaningful. All right, couple of things here. Uh, Somebody asked Dave Meltzer just a little while ago, about seven minutes ago on Twitter, do you do you know when Jeff Hardy is due to return, and will he come back as brother Nero? The answer to those questions, soon and probably. So brother Nero going to be on television. Cannot wait for that. That may be exactly the, so that may be the spark that that thing needs. It certainly needs a spark. Um, do you want to talk about being the elite? Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the being the elite before we get off. Best weekly episodic YouTube series in all of professional in all wrestling. Of- YouTube television? Bullet Club's fine, I think. Not Very really, fine. They're not fine. So fine. Um, we are, as, as spoilers incoming. So yes. I'm, hold on. I'm going to give you five seconds. One, two. Gold Lovers versus Bucks at Long okay. Beach. Three, four, five. All right, everybody gone now? <laughs> Jamie's just ruining it for everybody. <laughs> uh, Liger, Mysterio, and Jay White against... Hangman Page. Yes. Uh, three matches. Strong Style Ball going to be a good show. Yes. Going to be a very good show next show. month. Um, the Bucks moving up to heavyweight. Yes, they are. Obviously, that's why they're fighting the Golden Lovers. They're at least 206 pounds. Um, Cody Rhodes has now confirmed that uh, Flip Gordon is not on All In and the Earth is round, which was such a great line yes. in the middle of that Beanie Lead episode. Uh, he's not trying to stir anything up, but, but he's stirring things up. But yeah, up. I mean, just listen to the promo. Um... This junior weight tag team. I'm so I'm I did not think that this is where they were gonna go. I did not think no. they were gonna go towards Kenny and Kenny and the Bucks fighting, especially after what happened in room seven ten. I see, I thought the Bucks, yeah, I thought we were gonna the Bucks were gonna be like, we don't know what side we're on, we're team young Bucks and you guys figure this out. Can I offer a theory that I've seen somebody on the internet spout, which sure. is interesting. What is Cody's superpower on being the elite? Hearing. What if they f- are fake fighting? Backstage because they know Cody can hear them. That's and that's and that was what. So, okay, here's all. Here's all I know. Something happened in Room Seven Ten that we don't know about. Correct. And we're gonna need to learn oh, about and, it. And we will eventually. What is it, what is it gonna be? Did they team up? Did they agree that this was gonna happen? Because clearly now they're at odds with each other. Well, yes. So. So something something is happening. Uh, K. Chad just tweeted something out here, Jamie. So I'm gonna try to find this link real quick. It's a rumor of a big name being on Raw tonight. Uh, I do not know who it's gonna be, but I think you, I think I think you can take a guess here. Hold on, let me let me click on the link here. A big name, a big name might be returning for Raw tonight. Potential spoilers. Blah 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 blah. Oh no. Who? 
This is, this is according to PW Insider. Woo. I'll give you five guesses. Go. Undertaker. No. John. Well, I'm not John Cena's account. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know where this is going. The Big Red Machine. Oh, you said a big return. The Big Red Machine, Kane, oh. is apparently in Anaheim for Raw tonight. If we, I swear, if we get Strowman Kane at Mania, this damn company <laughs> deserves everything they get. No, they're not going to. I mean, they wouldn't, would I'm they? Just, I'm just saying. Would they? Maybe, maybe Cena and somebody versus the Brothers of Destruction. No, no, does you don't. nothing for me. Okay, I'm just, I'm just giving you an idea here. I'm just does nothing for me. Uh, I want to know where All In is going to be because CM Punk is going to be All In, and I want to go. You're just looking at me with this face of. Just don't get your hopes up, kid. No, he's going to be in that show. Don't. Get your if it's in up. California, we're going regardless. Correct. But if Punk is on the show, we are going. As long as it's in the continental United States. What if it's in Canada? Would you go if it's in Canada? Do you have a passport, Chris? I do. I have a passport. I have one sitting at home. We can go wherever we want. You want to go to Japan? We can go right now. Well, I'm a little New busy. Japan Cup's coming around the corner. Go to Japan. It's, it's, an, it's an NHL trade deadline day. Of course you can't go anywhere. Uh, any thoughts? Raw tonight. Anything Anything you're looking forward to? Ronda Rousey being on Raw. Uh, Cena probably follow up to his promo. We get a Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar stand on. This Raw is actually built pretty well. Yeah, this, this Raw should be cool. So, uh, I don't know. Like, I want to see if... The, I do want to see the follow up to the Cena stuff. I want to see... Can't wait for Lesnar and Reigns to stare down. I said, like usual, I just want Lesnar, Reigns, stare down, and Braun Strowman ruin everything. Like, I just, I, I want, I'm all about it. You're, need, you're about Braun Strowman ruining everything. I need more Braun. Everything. Braun. Okay. Very, very interesting. Um, so anything else? No? Anything else you want to get to oh, before we get out of here? All right, that is going to do it for us here to, to, again. Oh, Jesus. Podcast professional over here. Yeah, you I suck. I can't talk at all. You suck. This is, this is... FRS Slam Radio, Chris. If you'd like to follow the show, you can do so on Twitter at FRS Slam. You can find us at FRSSlam.com. My story, the five questions that we need answered tonight is there. A bunch of other stuff from Elimination Chamber last night. There'll be more stuff throughout the week. You can find this podcast on iTunes for the Apple users out there, FRS Slam Radio. You can find us on Anchor, FRS Slam Radio, uh, Pocket Casts, Overcast for uh, those of you who are Android users. That is going to do it for us here today. And for Jamie Eisner and Chris Schubert, this has been FRS Slam Radio. We'll talk to you tomorrow.